friends are like old memories. They always remind you of your past, and we are reminding ourselves of the past episodes from this week of Good Company for the best of Good Company with me, Holly Taylor. I'm Holly Taylor. We're talking about things that are retro. How can you observe a National Retro Day? Well, fairly easy. You can host a retro party, although it is a Monday, so maybe it's just tonight. Watching a classic film or TV show that would be considered retro.、Um, maybe rocking some retro wear. It's really interesting, though, because as you know, the styles always repeat. And so,、uh, seeing the bell-bottom jeans that are really low and kind of dragging on the ground.、Um, Um, yeah, it's like, do we tell them that it's just gonna make for、um, wet days, your bat legs to be wet up to your knees and the frayed edges to happen, but just in the back part of your jeans, or just let it happen again? You know, let's just let it happen again. What are some of those things that are retro that you would love to bring back? Text in 905-338-1250. Laura says, having home phones, it made it easier to be disconnected. Yeah, I, I think so.、Uh, the freedom came because you could leave your home and the phone was still at home and no one could reach you. <laughs> you could have a little bit of freedom. And people also didn't expect to be able to reach you at a drop of a hat, which is kind of nice sometimes. So, yes, bringing back the phones that are on the walls, the ones with the cords. <laughs> <laughs> the home phones. Some retro things you'd like to see come back, feel free to text in 905 338 1250.、Uh, She says, How about church twice a day again, in the morning and in the evening? I miss going to church in the evening and being able to have more、uh, in depth conversations with my church family. So there we go. We're going to double up on church Sundays again and、uh, bring back the home phone, at least for now. On this retro day. I'm Holly Taylor. We're talking about clothes and how they can be a way of expressing our unique personalities. It can be a way of protection or convenience as they've developed now essentially airbag jeans. The name says it all. It did get me thinking about some of the things we would like to see added to our clothes from a design perspective. I would like pockets in everything that I wear, not these fake pockets. What's the point? No point.、Um, so, yes, I'm on a,、uh, a pocket. I don't know what the word is, not brigade, but like, I want pockets, a revolution.、Um, Producer Mike, what about you? I. I... I don't know. <laughs> what, would I, what would I add to fashion? <laughs> I remember hearing once about this guy.、Uh, he was an inventor. He'd created this sort of like airbags,、uh, but it was something you wore on your back and it was for seniors. Okay.、So、if they ever slip and fall or anything like that, this airbag would inflate around them and sort of protect their head and their neck and all the way down to their tailbone, sort of、oh, the hips、wow. and everything.、Um, not. Really, for my demographic. But、yeah. uh, I don't know. It's winter. Maybe it, there's been icy conditions recently. Maybe that would be helpful. Yeah, for sure. I haven't slipped and fallen in a while, but you never know <laughs> you never when know. it's going to happen. Right. I'm asking the fashion non enthusiasts. Like, you literally wear jeans, a hoodie, and a toque every single every day. Every single day. It's the、yeah. uniform. I'm like a cartoon character. You、it's、really are. Same thing day in, day out. <laughs> cool. You have to, like, what would you add maybe to your toque or to a, a hoodie? Okay, let's add Bluetooth speakers to my, to my toque. Bluetooth speakers? Yeah, turn it into headphones. That'd be handy. Do I tell them? I'm going to tell you. Yeah. They exist. Really? <laughs> really? I got to look these up. <laughs> It's a thing already. <laughs>
Okay, I don't know how to wash the hat then, but we'll figure that out later. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, so they, and there's ones also with cords. Uh, my husband has a toque that has a light in okay. it, That's which great. has been great, especially if you have to fix something in your vehicle and it's dark and it's cold. And he wears toques summer, spring, fall, winter. Okay, like, like me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a... A little sparsely populated with hair follicles on the top of his head. So it's always the toque, and the toque with the light has been a game changer for him. Hmm. Okay. And then if he ever gets lost, you can spot him from, like, far away. (laughs) Exactly. Where's my... Oh, there he is. He's got got the light on. He's got a strobe light function on it. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) So we're talking fashion, and what would you add to it to make it a little bit easier to go through life? Holly Taylor here, and I'm reminded of the verse in 1 Timothy uh, chapter 4.12, I believe. Do not let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. And I just thought of that verse when this story popped up on my feed. I mean, we talked about the incredible 91-year-old woman who is dominating the indoor rowing circuit. But here is now going on the other side, a nine-year-old breaking some records as well. And it's pretty fantastic. And when it comes to weightlifting, can you imagine being nine and you're lifting 66 kilograms in a clean and jerk, which is the one where it's on the ground and then you have to like bring it up to your, your shoulders and your chest and you push it up above your head. She's nine. She is four foot four, weighing only 32.8 kilograms. She's an Ontario preteen. And she is the youngest to do such a feat. Her name is Lucy. So it's kind of cool, these people from Ontario hitting these records at different ages. So maybe she had people say, you know, you can't do this. You're only nine. I mean, maybe she had people who were not encouraging, but I love the fact that she's had goals, even at the age of nine, and she is already becoming excellent in what God has helped her body do. So again, age, just a number. Is there something that you would love to do? Maybe break a record of some kind. Maybe you just had a goal that you just never thought you could do. You know what? Maybe today's the day to start working towards that very goal. Text in 905-338-1250. You can call. You can text. Producer Mike, you knew I was doing this. I had a feeling. <laughs> Do you have a goal? Hmm. Do you you wanna... know, I'd like to hear a song that I wrote on the radio one day. Ooh. And I know that's interesting to say because I work at a radio station, but it really isn't that easy to get a song played on the radio. Yeah. Even if you have your foot in the door. Exactly. So I think that would be interesting. Uh, hear something that I wrote on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, guess what? No time with the present. Here's a pen. I know the music director. (laughs) (laughs) I threw you a pen. There's a plexiglass between us, so. Yeah, it didn't work. I was was trying to, like, pass a baton onto you. I caught the symbolism. It's good. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so producer Mike's going to write a song. What is something that you would love to see happen in your lifetime? I'm Holly Taylor. We're talking about unique destinations as there's been a partnership between Airbnb and some of the most historic places in Europe as they are trying to boost its heritage tourism sector after the past couple of years. So I'm curious, where would you love to go and have an overnight? (gasps) Maybe the Colosseum in Rome. That might be pretty cool. It'd have to be like the summertime where it's nice and warm all the time. But that would be interesting. Although, I don't know. Mixed emotions, actually, on that one. Uh, This is from Mary, which is ironic, as she would love to stay at the stable where baby Jesus was born. 
do you like is it I don't even like I guess maybe there is like an estimated location as to where that would be that would be interesting yeah that would be really cool that's one of the reasons why I'd love to go to Israel just to walk in the footsteps of the people that I read about in the Bible that would be really phenomenal so yes okay we're adding that to the list Um, we have Laura saying under the Eiffel Tower would be cool just not too high up yeah, right? Especially if you're a restless sleeper. That one could be a little more challenging. Okay, one more. Let's see. Text from Kevin. And he says he would like to go to Egypt and sleep in a pyramid. Okay. I'm, I would be down with that as well. That would be kind of cool. But would it be kind of dark and damp? It'd be spooky. <laughs> <laughs> Cobwebs, and you'd have to light, yeah. like go through it with candlelight, and really get the full experience. Yes, absolutely. Oh my goodness! And all of those movies about mummies <laughs> would come flooding into my mind. <laughs> uh, Kevin, let us know how it goes for you if you ever get to live out this dream. You're listening to Good Company. I'm Holly Taylor. Uh, There are so many different ways for you to be a part of our show, and we truly do love hearing from you, so feel free to text in or call. Uh, We've been talking about destinations that we would love to sleep over at, like historical destinations that I was wondering about. Um, The birthplace of Jesus, as Mary texted in and said that's where she would like to sleep. Producer Mike did some digging. What'd you find? Yeah, that's actually a place. It's a UNESCO World Heritage Site that you can go to. Uh, They believe it's the birthplace of Jesus. Is there like a church on it or something? There is a church on top of it, yeah. The church was built in 339 AD. Oh, wow. St. Helena, parts of which now survive below ground. So there's a part of it that's underground, and it looks like a little tomb or a cave kind of, and that's to mark the spot that they believe Jesus was born. Interesting. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, I went to Malta. And there was a church built on a, a place where they f- they felt, and historically speaking, for that community where um, Paul had been and would teach a lot of the people there about Jesus. That's interesting. There's a lot of biblical places that you could still go to on, on your, your travel list. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually why we got married in Malta, because my husband loves Paul. And he's like, yeah, Paul was shipwrecked there. And I thought, that's an interesting place to go to get married. (laughs) (laughs) Shipwreck. Cool. But good news, guys. May 2nd is our 15th anniversary. So, uh, so far, so good. Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. Well, here, I've got another amazing story for you that I think is fantastic. It's about a doctor in Philadelphia. His name's Dr. Adam, and he is a surgeon at Jefferson Hospital in Center City. And so here he is ready to scrub in and uh, do a liver transplant when he learned that the vehicle transporting the organ was stuck in traffic. And so, as you know, with transplants, time is truly of the essence. And so he thought, okay, the vehicle is stuck in traffic. I need to I need to get to this this liver. I need to help this patient um, for his 66-year-old uh, patient. So there he is, still dressed in his white lab coat and scrubs. He ran for half a mile. Wild, hey? Because there was a marathon that was happening that stopped traffic. So here's a doctor running in a marathon to get to a vehicle, to get the liver, to dash back to the hospital to perform the life-saving surgery. This guy needs not only a cape, but his own theme music.
That just sounds like something that you would see in a comic book. So incredible. He did the surgery and it was a successful liver transplant after running, dodging around marathon runners. Like that's just, I would like to see footage of that. That would have been pretty incredible. So um, a wonderful feel-good story of a doctor doing whatever it takes to make sure his patients were okay.